Okay. So, any questions? Okay, Mary. In this in this era of prophecies and everybody's prophesying, not in, in a problem with that. But how can people differentiate between a true prophecy and a false prophecy? Because I have seen people selling everything because someone said God sells, sells everything. Yeah. But then that ended up very badly. But then how can people differentiate from the word of God whether this word is being spoken is a true prophecy or it's a lie? Yeah, um, yeah that, that is a difficult thing that we deal with often. Um, and even sometimes in church, like we have an open mic right in worship where we like trust that the Holy Spirit will speak to us at church and that if you feel like the Holy Spirit is saying something to you, you can come forward and like share this with the congregation. Um, and then sometimes people say stuff that we're not always sure, like, is this really from God? Um, and in a case like that, you test it. So God actually says, test the spirit. Um, and the spirit of prophets are subject to prophets. So there's never a prophet that says, like, their prophecy is the highest and has authority, and no other prophet can say anything about that. That, okay, if God has spoken to you, we trust that, okay, he will confirm it in some other way. And the same with Gareth and Nadine. It's not like they just told us that, um, God spoke to them. They're going to Stellenbosch. There's nothing we can do. They inquired of the elders. Will you also seek, seek God? Um, and they inquired of Clint. Will you also seek God? What, what is God saying? And then God's not going to contradict himself by speaking to different people. Um, so if ever you are in doubt, um, God's not a God of confusion. Okay, so God doesn't want you to be con con he confused. So if you're ever confused, uh, you probably need to seek God or, or seek for confirmation. Okay, so seek someone who you trust, who you know, loves God um, and have them confirm it like also pray with them uh, and then the other way is just through the Bible so a prophecy will never contradict the Bible a true prophecy will never contradict the Bible um, and then just be warned like the Bible does warn us there will be many um, false shepherds with like false clothing or false sheep um, so there might even be more false prophets than true prophets okay so that just puts us on caution like always when there's a word of prophecy just test it be on caution um, but don't don't come to a stage where you are reluctant and never like and you say like okay God I'm never going to listen to a prophecy like you don't speak anymore um, that's also not where he wants us so there's the two extremes yeah so just uh, while you guys are thinking of a question um, a cool testimony that I was reminded of recently uh, so um yeah, we know people who go into the Middle East uh, where it's very closed and where there aren't many believers. And th there's like whole, um, whole groups of people, like millions of people who they don't know any Christians. So they only know people of their religion. Um, and they have this ministry where they like broadcast with the radio, like broadcast the gospel over these areas where people can go. And they've had this lady phone in um, to them and say like, she had a dream of a person in white coming to her and saying that he's Jesus, and that she needs to find the Christians and go ask them for a Bible, because she needs to read the Bible. And she's never heard about the Bible. She's never heard about Christianity. Um, she's never heard about Jesus. She's trying to figure out, like, what is this dream? Um, and it was just so encouraging to me that God does still speak in dreams and visions today, even to people who don't believe, like even to people who don't have the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, and it was just so encouraging that I was also wanted to pray for our church, like God Come speak to us like that as well. Come speak to us in dreams and visions.
I've got a neighbor that used to be a Jehovah's Witness. And I've often invited them to things at church, but they never responded. And a while ago, there was sort of um, a fight at church, and everybody was mad at everybody. Oh, and not at church at home, and everybody is mad at everybody. I stay in a block of flats. And I wasn't so fond of this lady at that stage. And one night, she came and knocked on my door. And um, I was very cool towards her, very Christian-like of me, hey. <laughs> and um, she asked me, do you believe that the Holy Spirit speaks to you? Well, that knocked me over because they don't believe in the Holy Spirit. So she said, I had a dream and the Holy Spirit told me that Jesus is coming soon. So... I said, okay, come on, let's talk. <laughs> and she had watched videos and came to Jesus that way. And she was curious and she came to me. Well, and then she had this dream. Um, so I prayed for them on and off over the years, but I didn't really seriously do anything. So I can't take any um, credits for it. Thanks. And, um, but this just showed me that God can do anything. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kelly, uh, I'll come back to you now, just now. I just want to add uh, to what um, Mario was saying, that it is so important that all of us, we hear from God. Because in John 10, the Bible says, my sheep will know my voice. And they didn't say, the pastors, or they say the leadership team, they say my ship. As long as we are a child of God, God wants you to, to hear his voice. And that's why we believe in the priesthood of all believers, that all of us, we need to hear God for ourselves so that um, we cannot be taken by all the winds that's coming in this world. But also, I want to say, myself and Garrett were on the plane coming from, uh, I think we were coming from Jobek or somewhere. Then these young uh, ladies, I think they are all high schoolers and stuff, they're teenagers. They got into this plane and they were like, is there any Wi-Fi in this plane? And they say, no, there's no Wi-Fi. Ah, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so they were so worried that there's no Wi-Fi, they can't connect. People even now drilling load shading, they, they get worried that the Wi-Fi is not working, maybe the internet is not working. But we are Christian lives. They don't get worried when they don't hear God. When their areas are not open to hear God. So this is so important. You need to get worried when you are a Christian, but you don't hear God. God is not speaking to you. Yeah. Okay, I've got like three questions. <laughs> but I think they kind of are interrelated. And I'm kind of slowly coming to my own conclusions and answers. And I... I don't know, maybe this question could be for other people as well. So what would you tell someone who was very convinced about having heard from God about something very big, but pretty soon after everything started to fall apart and has since imploded? Um, and linked to that question, like what if you feel God is talking to you about something that you actually want as well? Um, so it's not conflicting with your will. 
but then you're like, okay, well, if I want it as well, then maybe it's not God. <laughs> um, yeah, and then as an aside, um, I think prophecy can be extremely dangerous and extremely uh, damaging, uh, especially when um, it's completely wrong and it's directional. Uh, so one of the things I learned uh, years ago when it comes to prophesying over people is the rule is no dates, mates, or babies. So don't tell someone they're going to have a baby and don't tell someone you're going to marry someone tall, dark, and handsome because you actually don't know. Um, and But then another thing is, like, should you really tell someone that God's going to heal your loved one? You know, because you don't actually know. Yes, God heals. Yes, he can. But will he? And that's the difference. And... I think it's a I think it's a warning um, that we should be very careful because it could actually mean that someone could lose their faith on that kind of um, sort of irresponsibility. Um, so just to hear someone's thoughts on that, and then obviously the whole thing about hearing God's voice about something really big, and then the whole thing just yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, to start with the last one. I actually think Kaylee um, pressed on a like an important point there, that like in today's society, it's like people are very quick to say, "Thus says the Lord." Yeah. Right. God says this and this and this and this, and then now you're speaking, like yes, um, and I I do feel like God does speak to us, and that sometimes we can with confidence know that God spoke to me, um, but sometimes He didn't, and you're wrong. Um, and then there's this hype about like God speaking and prophesying. And then it's actually just humans like using the imagination. And she's right. That does cause a lot of um, damage. So that's also just like in the Old Testament, if a, if a prophet would prophesy something and it was wrong, you'd get stoned. And that's the end of his life. Um, but then like, yeah, God, God is forgiving and God's grace is here with us. But it's the same God and he still feels the same about his word. Um, so be very careful about prophesying. Um, but then also, like, trust God. To, <laughs> yeah, it is this, this fine line of, um, and with the, with the rules about prophecies, or like no dates, names, babies, um, it's a good guideline. But still, like, in the Old Testament uh, and in the Bible, like, God did crazy things. And he, like, he prophesied things that, that was risky and that there's no way people would have known. Um, so I'm just very careful to put like rules out like that, but it's a very good guideline that whenever something is going to have a big effect, uh, definitely first seek for confirmation before yeah, speaking out on that. Um, and then, um, yeah, there's, there's kind of two sides to this. Either we think it was wrong, but actually it's still going to come to fulfillment. Um, so uh, yeah, maybe there's something like, okay, God says that this person is going to get healed and we pray for them and they don't get healed. And then two weeks down the line, they do get miraculously healed. Um, so sometimes the timing is just like, like uh, in Isaiah, God prophesied that the people are going to go into exile, but they're going to come out of exile again. Um, so just because like right now we can't see the answer, it doesn't mean that the prophecy was wrong because maybe there's still like time that's going to play, play out. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we don't always know like the timing of the prophecy. But on the other side, Sometimes it was wrong, um, and we need to reevaluate if we really heard God. So uh, that has happened to me that I've like, in my bold like, 
university days, I was very quick to say, like, God told me this, and then I was obviously wrong. Um, and I, I was very confident. I, was trying, I wasn't trying to trick people. I was very confident that God spoke to me. Um, but I was actually just, like, still needing to learn God's voice. I still needed to spend more time, like, hearing God's voice. And in that case, like, I fell off the bike. But then I get back on the bike and go, okay, that wasn't you. Um, I, I still want to hear you. Like, please, yeah, continue to teach me. Um, so there is, I do think there is grace for that, to, uh, to learn to know God's voice. We sometimes make mistakes. And then we know, okay, next time it feels kind of like that, it's not God. Um, yeah, but sorry, I don't have like more concrete. But the nature of this is that we have to figure this out with God. It's walking in relationship. And uh, your other one was, what's the second question? Oh, when, it's, when it is actually what you want. Um, so one way we sometimes know that God's speaking to us is if I really don't want to do something, um, and then I feel like God is telling me to do this. I know it's not my own will, right? Because I know what my will is and it's not to do it. So then it's probably God telling me to do this. But like God isn't here to punish us. He doesn't always just give us like a bad deal or something that's difficult and suffering. Like God is our father and sometimes he wants to bless us and he wants to like, yeah, ha have, like have us experience something good and experience joy. So that's definitely not a disqualifier that it's not God. Um, but then you do need to be careful. And then I'd say again, like, speak to your community like God speaks to us as a, as a church this is not like a one one man show um, so speak to someone you trust and have them like pray with you um, and hopefully God will confirm the word yeah. do we have one more time or one more question or not? Um, if there's any pressing questions otherwise we'll go on to communion yes okay last question oh. all right um there are some times whereby mm, we used to think that if we are the children of God coming to church every day, it means we can hear God's voice and stuff. So uh, there are things like in the scripture that they, 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 they sometimes uh, refer to other Christians as goats and others are referred to as sheep. As Pastor Robert was mentioning, that um, most of the ships will hear God's voice. So, to those who are goats, who can be referred to as goats, it's not <laughs> easy to to listen to the to God's voice. Serious? This is serious because. <laughs> We can we can say I can't hear God's voice, whereas God is keep on speaking, speaking to that particular person, and the person is keep on going to church and like playing church, you know, and you can find a person like a, a dark a dark which goes in the water and not immensely okay. deep. So yeah. yeah. So, did you want to answer? No, I think um, when you talk about the guarantee that God said you hear my voice, I think when you're buying your, your cell phone, they give you a SIM card, you put the SIM card inside. But what you need to do is to activate it. But if your phone is not activated, then you won't be able to hear. It's like if, if you are not the child of God, um, you only hear the, the voice of God if you are part of this uh, spy. <laughs> You know, so that's what activates our voice of God. Because when we give our life to Jesus, then He gives us the Holy Spirit. 
then the Holy Spirit is the one who would uh, connect with our spirit and make us to hear the voice of God. So I think what, what we really need to do when we're battling with hearing God's voice is to uh, maybe check if we do have a relationship with him. Let's work on that first rather than rushing to the hearing the voice. Because as uh, Maria was saying, what makes him to hear Shilene first is because they are in relationship. <laughs> so without relationship, then you can't recognize that voice. Yeah. So I think that's important. Um, uh, you still want or you? Okay. Short, sir. <laughs> uh, good morning, church. So I wanted to ask, I guess it, it just um, sort of like the, the whole or same question that everybody asked, on a day-to-day -day basis, in the little things, you know, how would you then advise us to hear God, how can we hear God uh, in terms of uh, I'm leading my family, I'm a mother, I'm a child to my parents, I'm a wife I want to do right but every day, not the big things the little things uh, how do I hear God every day leading me directly, say like today this is how you're going to this is how you do things, because we, we, we tend to make mistakes today and then it builds up, yeah. you know and, uh, and then it becomes something big so how can I hear God without me waiting for the big, you know, like voice of God telling me to do this on something huge, yeah. on the little things, on the small things, daily? Yeah, okay. That's a, a good question. Um, because sometimes we do overcomplicate it or, or we limit God to speaking only in the big ways. So like only when I have to like move houses or move jobs, then I'm going to hear God. But in the everyday, it's like, okay, God is silent and I'm just like running silent deaf. Um, and I do think that God speaks to us like in the everyday and the small things as well. There, there's also the other extreme. Like I had some friends who were like, trust God, like, God, what shirt must I wear today? And then, oh, and what shoes? And then like, yeah, God told me to wear the shoes and the shirt. I don't know why yet, but I'm trusting there's going to be something. So God also like, um, he's not irrational or illogical. Like he, sometimes I do think that he, like I'm asking him about a decision and I felt that him just like giving me the freedom while, I trust you to make this decision with your wisdom, like, um, and I'll be with you. Like, I don't think, like, God always has to give a specific answer that you must do this or this. Maybe you can do both, and He trusts you to make that decision, and He's like walking with you. Um, but then I do think that we need to make time to also be quiet and actually consider the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't think we can just go about our days and say I'm going to continue being this busy and continue doing all my things, and I'll somehow God must like, like break in. Um, because there's this part where Elijah is hearing God and there's this big wind coming past and it breaks the rocks and God's not in the wind. And then there's this huge earthquake and God's not in the earthquake. And then there's this fire sweeping past and God's not in the fire. But then there's this low whispering voice. Um, and then God was in the low whispering voice. Um, and to hear that low whispering voice, we have to make time where we sit aside, where there's no distractions, where you're like, going to have to be creative about getting the kids somewhere or like, making a time in your day where you just can sit and like be peaceful and listen to God. Um, and then about like hearing him like throughout the day, uh, in Romans 8 tells us that those, like, those who put their mind on the spirit, oh, sorry, those who are in the flesh put their minds on the things of the flesh. And those who are in the spirit put their minds on the things of the spirit. And if you are a child of God, you are led by the spirit of God. Um, and I, like even before, I was thinking this is actually a weird question of how to hear God. Because 
like, imagine I asked you guys, how can I hear Shalane? It's kind of like a non-question. Like, you've got ears, just listen. She speaks, you hear, right? But somehow with God, it's different because God is spirit. And that's actually what it comes down to. God is spirit and he speaks in spirit. And if you want to hear God, you have to be led by the spirit and you have to be in God, in the spirit. So it's this thing of like in your daily life, you have to be conscious that actually I'm being led by the spirit of God. Um, be in the spirit, abide in Christ. Um, and, it, and it sounds like this abstract thing, but you definitely know when you are not in the spirit, right? You know when I'm just doing this out of flesh and just trying my best. And you know when you're actually like, even though you're busy and even though there's a lot of stuff happening, when you're like doing this with God, you're peaceful and you're in the spirit. Um, yeah. I hope that answers some of the questions.